I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. All right, we got a bonus episode of Change My Mind for you guys, and that yes. means we have an interview set up. And I'm running the show to start things off today. Not not the cord to my meek, Wesley Sykes, but Wesley, oh, how are you doing? Great. I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, you know, thanks for taking the lead here today. Yeah, you bet. I'm, even though I'm <laughs> somehow meek in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but we are joined by Rachel Penelis, uh, the community manager of Serial Box. Um, and they have been working with Geeks Worldwide, and they put together Thor Metal Gods, which is written by Aaron Stewart on, Jay Edden, and Rachel, if I get any of these names wrong, please correct me. Uh, Brian. You got it. <laughs> and Yoon Ha Lee. But our incredible narrator is Daniel Gillies, who people may know from The Vampire Diaries and the originals. He was mm-hmm. Elijah Michelson. So he's oh, yeah. narrating. Okay. okay. He's great. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got um, this wonderful accent, but uh, beyond that, he's voicing all of the characters in the yeah, series. Yeah, that, was the, that from- was the first thing that, that kind of jumped out to Wes and I was that the, um, as much as we want to talk about the story of Thor first, that was the first thing that really jumped out was going with the individual narrator. And uh, I was curious, what led you guys to decide on that as opposed to possibly having a different voice for Loki and and Annihilator and everybody else involved? We are more, uh, it's a series, so uh, more than what you would expect of an audio drama. And an audio drama is a full cast, whereas Serial Box, our serials are uh, consistent and have what is more aligned with, uh, you know, peak TV uh, and our stories and series are set up very much like a writer's room. So, you know, we've got a lead writer on the series, which is Aaron Stewart on, who's an incredibly talented writer, screenwriter, prose. Um, he was one of the screenwriters on that really awesome horror movie, Mandy, that you may oh, wow. know of, Nicolas Cage is in. Um, yeah. So <laughs> what, uh, yeah, and what's great working with one narrator is that, um, they bring all of their talent into the story. Um, and so you get these wonderful moments when you experience the serial of their narration voice, as well as the dramatic choices that are made of, you know, what is Daniel's take on Thor and Loki and then the new characters that we meet in the series, as you mentioned, Nihilator, and then there's Harengi and Zia, and it's, you know, literally a galaxy of, of characters and a galaxy of talent is coming together to bring it to you. Yeah, and I, I think that's fantastic. This is uh, Wes here, uh, Rachel. But yeah, my my, uh, my first question is, is you know, why Thor? What, what was it about Thor that, that kind of made you want to have him be the centerpiece and kind of launching pad for this this Marvel e-book initiative? Because, you know, just in a little bit of research, I saw Black Panther, Black Widow, Jessica Jones, or just some of the other... Um, yeah, they're all coming. Planning. So yeah, right. so, so, so why Thor? So why Thor? 
great question. And why is Thor the first that is launching of these series? And I think actually with this particular story and Thor himself and his uh, universe of characters is that if you've seen from what Serial Box offers, we have a lot of really incredible genre um, specific stories with sci-fi and fantasy and mystery and thriller. And Thor is all of those things, you know, Thor's got this really wonderful tradition of he's got the palace intrigue stuff going on with his Asgardian relationships, but he's also um, a full-on cosmic character. You know, he's got his grounded Earth drama as well as he can go into space, he can go anywhere in the galaxy and meet anyone and bring uh, anyone along with him. So it seemed for... Um, like the right fit for us to launch our Marvel partnership is that we were going to begin with this character, with this series, just because we can explore all those elements with one character. So Black Panther, Black Widow, Jessica Jones are all characters who are supposed to get their own series. Is there anybody else that you can let us know about? Beyond, well, so yes, in that... Uh, Black Widow is coming in the spring and then mm -hmm. Jessica Jones and Black Panther will be following shortly after Natasha makes uh, her debut. However, um, some characters that you would closely associate with those characters, uh, you can expect to make some pretty significant appearances in those stories. Oh, okay. So, I mean, right. the, I like that tease. Yeah, that's a great tease. Cause there's, um, <laughs> I know in the last episode of Thor, the episode five, um, that just came out. There was one in particular character who whose voice kind of stood out a little bit, and uh, I don't want to. Can I give a, a certain degenerate? I guess we'll leave it at that. A degenerate. I was I wasn't sure how we were going to tease uh, this particular character, but um, yeah. you know, yeah. I, and I I think you know I I, I want to tease. I want to excite people so that they can you know check it out. But if you've ever wondered what. Uh, a certain um, um, feathered uh, space hopping <laughs> um, character uh, sounds like as voiced by an incredibly talented and handsome uh, Kiwi, then this is the episode for you. Also, if you've been, I don't know if you guys have been watching The Witcher on Netflix, but yeah. um, if you enjoy barroom brawls, uh, and you are missing your um, uh, yes gear, then this is also the uh, the episode for you to check out. We, you know, and one of the things that I found kind of interesting about you, you had mentioned uh, previously about you know Thor being this great kind of cosmic, fantastical uh, kind of character, and it kind of allows you a lot of different areas to kind of play around with. But yeah, one of the big takeaways from you know, listening to the first few episodes was was how grounded of a story this was and how important that is to kind of relate to a more um, you know human audience obviously and i think that's one of the things that you know nick and i both loved about um guardians of the galaxy is that you can have these mm. um you know fantastical stories but they're still um rooted with human experience complex relationships struggles with identity that sort of thing so you know you oh, kind of run oh. the whole gamut with thor absolutely and and so much of that is evident with Thor's relationship with Loki. You know, mm -hmm. when is their relationship 
ever uncomplicated. And right. it's also, you know, what's so interesting about them is that, you know, they're gods. And so for them, their life and experience um, follows, uh, it doesn't follow traditional human traje trajectory. Uh, however, they have really, really universal human experiences of, you know, this complicated relationship where they have where they hate each other, they love each other, they support each other, they fight each other, they team up with each other. <laughs> that all happens in this series. And because of their you know, long histories with each other and their long history on Earth and throughout all corners of the galaxy, as we see, you know, you see where those elements have happened, you know, on a spaceship, but also in 1989, when, you know, Loki was bored, and he was just kind of like, all right, um, I'm going to be in a heavy metal band, because I'm Loki. Now, the, you know, the other thing, Rachel, too, with Loki that I was curious about was the decision that you guys went with um, in terms of how he was going to behave because obviously at the beginning like Avengers and, and in Thor and the MCU we see kind of a more evil Loki then he's kind of like not an anti-hero but kind of more mischievous like you expect Loki to maybe be and it more seems playful, that's kind yeah. of like the, the Loki you guys have gone with in this series and I'm curious um, what with the writers uh, what led to that decision? I, I I think what led to the decision was to see how much fun they could have with okay. Loki, which is a lot, really, you know, because, you know, he's, he's, he's very mischievous. He is the god of mischief. And I think he, he's definitely chaotic evil, but he's chaotically fun in the sense that I don't think he ever really wants to hurt anyone, mm. least of all his brother. However, he likes to see he likes to see how far he can go. Yeah, and then the second that he gets caught in the act, especially by Thor, he's always like, "Oh well, I don't know about that." Um, exactly. Exactly. You know, the exactly. Moment towards uh, one of the episodes. I won't give it away, but anyway, um, you talk about how you guys are trying to have fun and everything. But one thing when I look at where you have was it five writers or four writers on this project. Uh, We've got four. Four writers on this project. How, I mean, alone, we're, Wes and I are looking at it like this is, you know, a podcast. Writing this has got to be a challenge in itself as opposed to having the visual medium of a comic or even visual reading medium of being able to read and then kind of work off of that like in a novel. What, right. Like, what's the, for your writers, how is this different from some of the other stuff they've worked on? You said screenplays and everything like that that they've worked on. So our setup with our serials is a lot like a television writer's room where um, the team comes together, cracks the story, outlines the story. You've got, you know, the team leader who's you know, kind of responsible for outlining the overall arc and then everyone gets assigned their parts of it, not unlike some of, you know, our favorite television uh, writer's room models. But What's so exciting about what we have going on here of doing the audiobook of what people know as, you know, something very visual, which is the comics and the movies as well. Everyone on the writing team brings those strengths to making this, you know, really illustrative prose and bringing it into your ears and eyes uh, of the story. You know, Aaron, as we mentioned before, 
very talented screenwriter. Um, Jay Edidin is someone that's got a tremendous uh, experience with comics. Brian Keene uh, is an incredible horror writer as well as comic book author. And Yoon Ha Lee is a uh, unbelievable, unbelievable sci-fi author. So they're all bringing those strengths to the project. You know, and I think uh, that, that kind of answers one of my follow-up questions here of just, you know, putting the importance on written descriptions and kind of creating um, that scene in the listener's mind. Uh, but, but I thought that was very well um, answered right there. Uh, so my, my follow-up question, probably my last question is, uh, how much did the success of audiobooks or audio, uh, this type of platform like Wolverine, The Long Night or The Lost Trail, kind of influence this or give uh, faith in this sort of medium and what's traditionally been so visually... Um, you know, strong, independent. So what's, what's so interesting about comics and why it's such a good fit with Serialox is that we're very dedicated to serialized storytelling, which is something that's been, you know, such a long tradition since stories started even getting documented and, you know, shared uh, the world over. And um, comics has a really, really rich history of serialized storytelling and we've seen from the movie adaptations of the comics and now that um, audio is so big it seems like a very you know logical uh, extension of that um, and it's a little easier sometimes but if you want to have you know the extension of these characters and these adventures that you're so invested in you know it's sometimes hard to you know take the two and a half hours that it does to sit down and watch Ragnarok. But you've got, you know, if you have half an hour, you can listen to, you know, your next exciting chapter of Thor uh, Metal God. Yeah, and it's very convenient for like, if you're just doing, like just doing stuff around the house and you want to listen, whereas you got to plop down, watch TV and all that stuff. I, I, it's been a breeze getting through these first five episodes. And speaking of that, can you give us a tease? I mean, you got what is, 10 more episodes left, right? 15 episodes? We've got 10 more episodes, yeah. So um, as of today, which is January the 10th, yesterday, January the 9th, episode five drops. Um, net, uh, each episode pubs Thursdays. So next week we've got episode six. And yeah, we've got um, 10 more to go, which is really exciting. And what I can tease is this, oh my gosh, um, uh, more so... Thor and Loki, uh, their, their, their timelines, their storylines have converged now, and they've got a mission together. And so that will propel the rest of us, uh, that, will, that will propel the rest of the story and bring us um, uh, with them uh, through the uh, season's conclusion. And we're going to start uh, meeting up with some more uh, Marvel cameos as well as just uh, yeah, there will definitely be more cameos, and then there's just going to be a lot more um, Thor and Loki hijinks. Very nice. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm, I, was, I was hooked already, especially because now that I know that Elijah is the one that's narrating this whole dang thing, I did not realize that. I didn't think to look his name up. Um, but it's, it's really exciting, too, because, you know, what is so cool about this is that with the narration work that's going on here is that you know you can hear his take on the characters and it's um he's really bringing such really fun and exciting and nuanced inflection to every uh part of the cast 
Definitely. And he's got some challenging roles mixed in there too, for sure. But he's done a great job, especially, especially with Thor. And, and the last thing that I have, Rachel, and we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about everything. Yes. Um, oh, I'm delighted to. Thanks for talking to me about Thor. I can talk all day. <laughs> the, the last thing was that we were, now Wes and I had seen um, the promotions for the podcast and everything that was going on with it, um, with Geeks Worldwide, but we don't exactly know how everything kind of came together and like some the partnership, I guess we'll call it, developed. And I'm just curious, um, do you know how, can you give us a little background on how that um, came to fruition and what else is planned in store between the two, um, you know, families, I guess. So we wanted to show um, that, you know, this is meant to be consumed as, you know, episodic content, not unlike how, you know, you wait for your, you know, monthly edition of your next issue of Thor or Loki or how many other uh, Asgardian related characters are on the stands right now. So it seems like a really interesting space to, you know, show comic readers that, hey, if you're enjoying, you know, Thor comics and reading about um, these Marvel characters, you know, month to month, week to week, here's another way to do that. And that's great. So you can go on to, what is it, serialbox.com and for $9.99 get access to the entire 15-part series as, it, as it's released? Yes, you can. And if you go to serialbox.com uh, slash Thor, uh, you could also listen to the first two episodes for free and see how you like it. As well, as well as it's, a, yeah, and it's also available. We have an app if it's free, as well. It's me. <laughs> yeah, and um, oh, actually, all first episodes of all of our series are available for free to check out. Oh, awesome. And um, you can do that on our website, and you can do that on our app, which is available on iOS and Android. So uh, the sky's the limit. You can, you know, listen and read anywhere you like. Yeah, Wes and I can definitely attest to using the app, and it's very on um, on iPhones, and it's very easy to use. Um, which great, yeah, we we've been doing a lot of fun things on the app, so I'm glad that you're having an enjoyable experience on it. Whole thing's been an enjoyable experience, Rachel. Especially talking to you. Thank you again for taking the time. Yes. We really appreciate it. You're very very welcome. Thanks, guys.